This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International as well as Eagles Saving Nations. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. Also, those that are watching on social media, television, welcome. I have with me today, Pastor Ron Dimmeling. Pastor Dimmeling has a ministry. And Ron, why don't you give the name of your ministry? Uh, My ministry, my Jewish ministry is New Mount Zion Ministries. And we're involved in the last days and what's going on in the nation of Israel. Okay. Pastor Ron and I met uh, actually when I was speaking with my wife in Vermont, and then we went through Tennessee, met some more. I'll tell you what, uh, I I enjoy this brother. He seems to have his head on right, and uh, he understands the church is dysfunctional. The church is messed up. Uh, Ron, what do you have to say about that? I, I, I said the church is dysfunctional. The church is messed up. Well, Pastor, you know, I travel a lot, and right now I'm, I'm in between churches that I'm pastoring, so I'm doing evangelistic work. I'm in different churches, so I get to hear sermon after sermon coming from different churches. And so many times I've looked at my secretary, and we come out of a church service, and I've said to my secretary, what did he preach about? Wow. <laughs> and she looks at me, and she's pretty, uh, uh, you know, this lady's got it going on right i mean she's a pretty smart lady and she looks at me and she said i really don't know you just sat through a you sermon know, and you don't know what the pastor said you walk out of the church knowing that a bunch of words were said you understand what i'm saying yeah. but you you don't have anything you don't read a scripture tell a bunch of jokes or you know not stay on topic and i'm wondering i said my goodness jesus is getting ready to come back russia is is in syria with military bases you know all these things that are predicted in the bible are happening and they're not being talked about in the churches i mean do you not see that my friend yeah i totally see it ron uh, i'll tell you what um, if a church cannot have a pastor that speaks the unadulterated word of God, it should be very clear. The Bible is quite clear. Yet, if we don't know right from wrong, if we don't know uh, what our focus is, what our mission is, if we can't call out sin, if we can't cast out demons, that man or woman should not be behind the pulpit. Amen. You know, I was, as I talked to you earlier, I was thinking about Peter and what I found out in churches that 
you know, that I go to, especially here in Tennessee, as I go into their focus is all about, you know, they'll, they'll give repentive message after repentive message. And I've talked to a lot of pastors that are friends of mine. I said, what is your number one calling? And they say to reach the lost. And I said, is it? I asked that question, is it, is that a pastor's number one calling or is it to feed your sheep? So there's, you you, you call it repentive messages, but it's really salvation messages. They're doing the work of an evangelist. Yeah, yeah, and, and we know that's good. And there's times I step in the pulpit and I feel that God wants me to give that message. But I'm sitting in a church where the church is, the bulk of the church, they're all saved. They're all born again, and I see their ribs hanging out. Their ribs are hanging out, you know, because they're not being fed. What did Jesus three times, he told Peter, to feed sheep? Peter was, I believe, Jesus said, upon this rock, I'll build my church. I believe Peter was the first called pastor. I believe that on what Peter said, Jesus built the church, and the church is full of sheep. And he said, feed my sheep, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. And and we know there to go. What I'm saying is, is if all you're doing as a pastor is preaching repentive and giving an altar call, you're not doing justice to your church. How do you feel about that, Pastor? No, totally. I mean, uh, they're an evangelist. And so, uh, you know, discipling, feeding, teaching, correcting, uh, guiding, uh, protecting, uh, this is what a pastor is supposed to do. My ministry is apostolic, prophetic. I move with the mantle of apostle and prophet. Uh, yet when I'm in front of my staff every week for a service we do, an actual church service, then I, I switch it to pastoral. Still with a little bit of taste of the apostolic prophetic, but it's pastoral and we cover the subjects that uh, people need to to know. I deal with areas that they need to uh, follow or correct themselves. Things like this, we instruct them, we teach them, we mold them, we prepare them, we educate them so they can be mature sons of God and they can go out and do the work of the ministry, not just say, uh, Jesus loves me, uh, repent. Absolutely. I know that me and you have end time ministries and, and we have a connection with Israel and that's good. But you know what I'm shocked about? On May 14th, not once did I hear it mentioned that it was the 75th anniversary of Israel becoming a nation. Wow. I was just blown away. Yeah. So I didn't see it on Facebook. I posted it. I went. I didn't hear it in church. I didn't hear it mentioned. And I'm going to tell you something. May 14th, 1948 was one of the most important events in modern day history that took place. And the church is not even mentioning it. Yeah. And that shows you how the church is no longer in tune to the perfect or reality or looking for the second coming or aware of the signs of the times. I mean, uh, I was in Israel in the parliament and uh, the Knesset and we were dealing with issues. I'm a member of the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus for peace and justice, not only in Israel, but around the world and the influence that uh, the church has. And so here I am and we certainly celebrated uh, the anniversary, but it's just amazing that the church today is so ignorant. Pastor, the church 
I'm sorry. <laughs> when I say I'm sorry, I'm not sorry, but I've got to say this. The church, in my opinion, when God opened my eyes up to the connection between Christianity and the nation of Israel, and Jesus was a Jew, when my eyes were opened up to the truth, the church has for the most part, divorced themselves from the very foundation of Christianity. Yeah, that's exactly what has happened. I wrote a book years ago, The Church Has Divorced Itself from Its Roots. And I go into the roots of Christianity and, and uh, again, the Hebrew people and, and Jesus Christ and Abraham before uh, the Jewish nation. I go into all of this and the feasts of the Lord. And uh, But yet the, the church today seems to be so naive. Actually, the church today doesn't even, most of the churches, most of the pastors don't seem to realize that the Bible was one book. There was no separation of Old Testament and New Testament. Yes. Uh, it, it, they didn't have have to regurgitate what they already wrote on sin and the New Testament. It was already established in the Old Testament. It's like if you want to take algebra, you don't have to go through mathematics and division once again. You are assumed to have known those principles and you continue to move on. You know, sin did not have to be constantly and the office of a prophet regurgitated in the New Testament. They thought you already knew it. Absolutely. And the more and more that I, you know, that I get study and I read the word of God and I'm seeing, I'm hearing what's coming from the pulpits. We're at the very end. Take the word of God. This is my, this is my view. What God has showed me. Take the word of God that's given us today. Take what's happening today, current events, and apply the word of God that's been prophesied. You know, it's been prophesied what's going to happen and and take the current events today and mold a picture as a pastor, mold a picture to your people and warn them of what is coming. Ladies and, and, and gentlemen, I, I, if you just tuned in or watch either way, this is the warning program. You can see it both on social media, television, as well as on radio. Monday through Sunday, you can watch my programs even on cable television, uh, cable radio. And I have Pastor... Ronald Dimmeling. He's out of Tennessee. Again, I am the president of both Eagle Saving Nations and World Ministries International. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. You need to join Eagle Saving Nations today. We've got to stop this communist takeover because the church is pathetically dysfunctional anemic. They're not in tune. They're not warning. They're not preparing. They're not calling out sin. And we are ready to be slaughtered. Laws are being created right now to take away your freedoms. They are taking away your freedoms. But like Germany, where the Christians did nothing but maybe pray, and then they prayed as people were being taken by train to be executed. This is how pathetic the church is right now in America, Ron. We are in trouble. America, in my opinion, is in judgment. America's in trouble. The pastors are just, most of them are hirelings, what I'm seeing. They're there for their, what they can get. You know, they're professional pastors. They, I don't know that they seek the Holy Spirit to get guidance because you know, and I know, if they were being guided by the Holy Spirit, they would be preaching what's, what's happening today. They would be warning the church and preparing the church for what's happening. I'll tell you what, the emergent church lies when they say that 
The Bible is evolving. They teach that Jesus is not against homosexuality and other oh. sins condemned in Scripture because Scripture is evolving. Uh, this is the lies, Ron, of the emergent church today. What you are seeing, in my opinion, uh, Pastor, looking back when the Bible talked about the ten versions, you're seeing at the end time where there's a split in the church. And, you know, one great minister, you know, has evolved on homosexuality and he had a homosexual at his church to preach. Oh, my goodness. We're watching all this stuff. And, you know, it's it's okay. it's one thing what happens in the world. But when you see it take place in the church, oh, my God, I, I'm what keeps God from just taking his hand and just wiping us out? I don't understand. The mainline church is like Presbyterian, Episcopalian, Lutheran, United Methodist, etc. Support a person wanting an abortion, cohabitation, sex before marriage. The communist organization known as the Federal Council of Churches is the forerunner of the National Council of Churches with its Geneva parent organization, the World Council of Churches. These churches, again, they back homosexuality, they back abortion, all forms of sin, lesbianism, they back LGBTQ, they back drag queens coming into the churches and teaching. Let me tell you, we are in Sodom and Gomorrah all over again, Ron. Bible warns us in the last days, it will be as the days of Noah. It was so bad in the days of Noah. I don't think people understand. I don't really believe, oh yeah, we know God, but he killed everybody. God wiped the earth out, but eight people, eight people, eight is a sign, a new beginning. Eight people were and he just got rid of the rest of the earth. And I, I'm wondering today, I, 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 you know, as God sits on the throne and has to shake his head. You know, I believe we're already at the point of being past the degradation, the immorality of Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, there is no definition that they did not know what a man and woman was. But yet here, we're trying to change the very laws of nature, of biology, and uh, we're, we're teaching all sorts of genders. Uh, Ron, I believe that we are so close to total judgment in America. A absolutely. And, you know, we don't want to, you know, people don't need to understand. I get quoted all the time, a wrath, wrath. The, the pastors don't know the difference between judgment and wrath. Isn't that a shame? You know, uh, that covenant that God made with Abraham, I get told all the time of the Jews today. or the, It doesn't matter what the Jews today do in this sense. That covenant is a blood covenant. It cannot be broken. And the church needs to look towards Israel. Now, I, there's a lot of stuff that goes on that we disagree with. But the Jews are God's chosen. We need to pray for them. And the way goes Israel goes the world. And most churches have divorced themselves of they've divorced themselves of Israel. They've divorced themselves of righteous living. Anything goes. They just positive message, positive. You know what I realized early on when I was told I needed to preach positive messages? You know, God's wrath is not positive. It's negative. You know, what he did to Korah and what he did to some of the men who raised up against Moses. But you know what? Without negative, there is no electricity. It takes positive and negative for there to be power. Oh, my, my. Think about that. I'll tell you. 
The wrath of God is described in the book of Revelation when God himself fights the enemies of the church. That's the wrath of God. But uh, man's hatred toward the church is a total different story. And God's uh, correction of the church is a total different story. But right now, God is trying to warn the church so the church can be prepared and don't come under if we want to say the wrath of man, if we can turn this thing around, if the church leads, we prosper. If the church doesn't lead, the nation suffers and Christians are persecuted. God doesn't want us to suffer under evil government, but that's where we are because the church isn't leading. Ron? Absolutely, my friend. Back when the election took place, he said, if my people called by my name, when the election went the way I didn't want it to go, the Holy Spirit spoke to me in prayer. America is in judgment because the church did not humble herself, did not turn from her wicked ways. Half of the church, the shape, it's called the church. They believe Jesus came, but they're teaching stuff that's totally against the word of God. Well, I the believe it's of totally most, against the most of the church right now would classify as churches did in Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, totally evil. Uh, again, backing homosexuality, abortion, drag queens coming in. And the other half of the church, uh, even though the statement of faith might be correct, yet they're so messed up with, with movies and, and what they're taught in public schools and universities. Uh, they nullify the importance of the Holy Spirit. Uh, they accept all alternate lifestyles. The church is pathetically, pathetically dysfunctional, backslidden for the most part. We've got to have another great awakening. Ron? Absolutely, my friend. The church has to get back on track. The church needs to look at the shape the world is in today. And pastors need to open up that book and say, God, I've preached about the woman at the well. That's a good sermon. I've preached about the prodigal son. That's an amazing sermon. But help me preach the prodigal son for today. Help me preach the woman at the well and bring it into today and what's going on today because what's happening today is where the church is. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, if you just tuned in, you're listening to the warning or watching warning program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, the president of World Ministries International, Eagle Saving Nations. You're listening. Also, my special guest, Pastor Ronald Demelin. Uh Ron, once again, name your ministry. Uh, it's New Mount Zion Ministries. We have a, a that part of our ministry is the, is the ministry we're taking going. They can, they can get in touch with us through... Um, to just just get in touch with us through my ministry, New Mount Zion Ministries. But uh, we support the nation of Israel, and then I evangelize and go around and preach. And then I've, I've, you know, pastored for years. So right now we're working with our Jewish ministry, and I'm evangelizing. I write articles that go out every two weeks. May 19, 2023. One is titled, If the Foundations Are Destroyed. It says the most important part of any building is the foundation. If the foundation is inferior, the entire building will not last. It will crumble. Foundation is the base, the starting point of something. It holds all things in place. David asked the question in Psalm 11.3, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Run? Absolutely. Our foundation was built on Jerusalem in Israel 
and Jesus was a Jew. I don't believe in going back and living under the law. I don't believe in going back. Some people get so far into it, you know, that they 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 you know they walk away from the cross and just go into the ways of the old testament i don't believe in that i believe there's a middle road i believe that we take our foundation judaism and we understand without judaism there would not be christianity and we have to respect that and understand that and pastors need to preach the whole gospel and preach to the sheep and preach to the people what needs to be for them to grow the sheep are starving to death and they're going to church on a regular basis. And so basically what Pastor Ron is saying is uh, we don't, you know, we do not become a Jew. Uh, we don't we don't come under Judaism, but uh, we we accept the Messiah as Lord and Savior. And we move in that reality. The uh, I'll tell you what. If we do not move with the power of God and the spirit of God and the truth of God established already in the Old and New Testament, Abraham, again, was the father of all nations. And uh, Abraham, again, moved with God before he ever uh, became the father of the Hebrew nation. Ron? Absolutely. Absolutely. God came out of heaven and walked between three animals that were cut up, uh, you know, two birds. And he walked and blood was everywhere. He sealed a blood covenant that cannot be broken. This replacement theory that's out there, uh, Christianity has re replaced, you know, what God put in place and, and, and replaced the Abrahamic covenant is pure foolishness. It's foolishness. God opened the Abrahamic covenant up on the cross to the Gentiles. And I, I just wish that we would teach and, and teach, you know, the Bible for the fullness of the Bible. Yeah, the word of God is, is so clear. Uh, many Jews today are Christians. They, 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 they are following the Messiah as Lord and Savior. And others are just pure Judaism. But uh, again, we have to follow the truth. Whether you're a Gentile or a Jew, if you reject the Messiah, uh, let me tell you, in the end, God will reject you. And you're going to come under much more suffering than you ever needed to. Once again, you're listening, watching The Warning Program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Special guest has been Pastor Ronald Dimmeline. Now, Watch clearly, listen clearly to The Science of Judgment. Order that book and go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Join Eagle Saving Nations. Without another great awakening, let me tell you, we're going to be ruled by communism. God bless you. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of the science of judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, 
Standards for Justice and Mercy. God forgives when people repent. God holds nations responsible for what leaders do. Parental responsibility. The feasts of the Lord. Solomon's transgressions and their consequences. Righteous kings versus evil kings. Example of King Jehoshaphat. Ungodly alliances. God is predictable. God holds people accountable. Man can turn into an intelligent beast to do evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus. If laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, Part 5, So What Must We Do? These chapters are listed as We Are in a Cultural War, Our Responsibility to a Hostile Government, The Christian's Science of Judgment, with turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and shalom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.